Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr.wi.gov. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm will join me shortly, and today we're looking ahead to open water fishing on Lake Michigan with Captain Dan Welsh of Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters. We'll talk muskies with the folks from Muskie Fool Fly Fishing Company, and we'll get a preview of the Open Season Sportsman's Expo coming to the Dells March 26th through the 28th. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Well, folks, it's time once again, as it is each and every week at this time, for the Madison Outdoors Report. You hear this feature at this time on WTSO, the Big 1070. However, you can hear it on demand on LakeLink and wherever you get your podcasts, such as iHeartRadio and other platforms. Joining us once again is my good friend and co-conspirator, and we'll talk about that a little bit, uh, pro angler Duffy Cuff. Well, Duffy, welcome back. Uh, it's good to be with you again, Dan. We'll talk about the co-conspirator part in a little bit here, but what do you hear about fishing in the Madison area? Well, let me go about the little bit that I've seen, because I really, sitting and uh, editing video does not lend itself to being out on the ice. So, But uh, starting with uh, Lake Mendota, I, I know that there's, uh, at least as of a couple of days ago, a pretty good-sized heave running from... Uh, uh, picnic point to a little bit northwest of of Dunn's Bar, so people should be aware of that, so they don't try to go across that section going 60 miles an hour on a snowmobile. It oh, probably yeah. wouldn't be a real great idea. Yeah. Uh, so look for those heaves. I, I don't know if there's any major ones developing at at this time that I'm not aware of. But uh, the only thing I've heard about are guys that have been out for uh, perch. And apparently, they have seen some people that are abusing the perch population on Mendota a little bit in that they're fishing in water that's over 30 feet deep. Mm -hmm. And you you hook that fish and bring it up fairly quickly through that 30 feet because you want to get it down to get another one. Uh, That fish is not going to live. Now, there are some people that will take that fish and you know, get it back in the water under the ice, and that fish is going to die. So I would uh, advise people, if you catch that five-inch perch, that you need to keep that as part of your your total keep for the day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if it's bad enough, maybe you could get a a couple of little chunks of meat out of it. But uh, when you're bringing fish out of deep water and you're doing it fast, that's going to that that pressure difference is going to kill them very very quickly. So I would advise them to keep it and don't don't think you're letting them live by throwing them back in the water because that's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Okay. Down the down the Monona, uh, the deeper spots for perch. Now that we've got some decent ice out there, and they're also getting some getting some gills and some crappies near the trestles. Okay. Uh, you got to be a little bit careful getting those, uh, close to those because that material that the trestles are made out of uh, absorb a lot of heat, especially on a sunny day. Sure. So be careful of the ice there. Uh, but they're very light biters. There's, especially the panfish starting about this time of year start to be uh, not real aggressive on going after things. And if you watch any Aquaview stuff, you see them bumping it with their nose and everything be before they decide to take it, if they decide to take it. Uh-huh. You also, on Monona, might want to try getting just off the weed lines, and here's where the Aquaview comes in again. If you can get, see, uh, see weeds down there at, let's say, 8 feet of water, 9 feet of water, and there's still some green, get out at about 15 feet of water, and you may, you'll probably uh, contact some panfish and maybe some walleye also. Uh, Wabisa, the information I've got on that, and uh, guys have been uh, a little bit inconsistently, but they've been working at it, so they've been a little bit successful with the bluegills and the perch off of uh, Lake Farm. And uh, out there, too, you go out there, and again, just off the weeds, and the tip-up bite has been pretty good for the pike. Uh, I, I'm not aware of the size that the pike are out there, but they said there's 
there's quite a few of them. So the guys that have tip-ups out are being kept busy. Huh. Uh, there was a little bit of a fishery that I was not even aware of on Crystal Lake last weekend. And uh, there were some bass caught and some crappies on Crystal Lake. So maybe they're, they're getting a, a little bit more of a, a fish population out there at this point. That's, and that's all I've got on any of the the bodies of water around here. Okay. You haven't heard anything about Lake Wisconsin? Nope. I have. I talked to two people, and both of them said they have been up there. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, now, you mentioned the heaves on Mendota. Um, what about the recent snow? Is that, That's got to be impacting travel. Uh, yeah. Uh, the guys are talking about maybe tightening up the chains on their, on their ATVs if they're going. Uh, snowmobile can take a little bit, uh, uh, little bit deeper snow, and I would again suggest that uh, with the, with the snow cover, uh, you don't want to be going so darn fast because that that can end up biting you in the butt a little bit. Um, I don't know. We're, we've got some more snow coming. Yep. So it it may get to the point where. <laughs> The bottom of your ATV will start scraping the top of the snow, so may hopefully got a winch in the front of your in front of the ATV if you get stuck. And a long, long, long chain or cable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there yes. slush? Is there slush under that snow? There was some slush. Now with this cold weather coming in, uh, there was some slush. I know off the off the boat launch there in Olin. You know, for, I don't know, probably 30, 30 to 40 yards out. And then after that, then it was, then there wasn't any slush anymore. So that's the only slushy areas that I've heard about. Okay. All right. Well, let's turn to the co-conspirator part. And that's, of course, the Muskie University that you folks with the Capital City chapter of Muskies, Inc. put on every year. As we've been saying the last few weeks, we talked about it. It is a virtual university this year. Tell us um, how that's shaping up and what folks can do to sign up. Well, it's shaping up very, very well. It's uh, exceeding my expect- expectations so far. We've got three weekends, March 20th, March 27th, and April 3rd. There will be three different presentations on each of those Saturdays for a total of nine presentations. Uh, first one's at 9 o'clock in the morning at Central Daylight Time, and we've got to say that now because we're, uh, we're going to be uh, worldwide. Uh, so we don't want somebody from Utah turning, turning on the, the class at the wrong time. Yeah. And we really have some excellent instructors. I've, I've vetted all these, uh, all these videos, and I am very, very impressed with the quality of the instruction that is going on in there and these guys are these guys are amazing uh it, it should be very very good it's 10 bucks per class you can sign up for as many classes as you want to uh it's and all you have to do is go to capital city muskies inc.org and you can get more information or you can register okay and they can register actually online and pay for it right there. That's right. In fact, that's the only way you can uh-huh. do it. <laughs> okay. All right. No mail-ins anymore. And just so everybody's aware of it, we have kind of a special guest on one of our presentations. We've got Jeremy Smith from Linear Media, who really is a well-known personality in the fishing world. And he was kind enough to put together a presentation for us on Sunset Sunset country muskies and uh i'm really looking forward to seeing that uh, as part of the school Uh uh-huh yeah and you've actually got some other online events coming up on monday uh february 8th you've got Chaz martin Chaz martin is going to give a presentation uh that again that's over zoom so you can go go to the website and you can register for that and that i believe is $15, and that to go along with that, I think you get a raffle ticket, and you they've got some prizes for some of the people that uh, are going to register for that particular uh, presentation. Okay, and then you've got another one on March 8th. 
Tell us about that. That's yeah. Josh Borowski. Yeah, he's coming up, and I, I don't know a whole lot about that at this point. I just found out about that uh, uh, later last night. So, but again, there you've got some some guys with a lot of knowledge, and if you want to, uh, just like the school, you know, I keep telling people you need to prepare, do something different for the next season, and uh, those presentations also are are a good way to do that. And it's it's easy now if you're if once you get comfortable with the Zoom aspect of it, it's really a good way to get a lot of information for not a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and I see that, um, well, I won't say they're starting to fill up, but you, you've you got a, a, a number of people have already signed up for the, yes. uh, the Muskie University. Muskie School is starting to uh, fill up. I, I think it'll be at a, a fairly low level of filling up until until in February sometime, and then that's usually when we get the, the big... I don't want to call it a rush, but yeah. uh, uh, many more people per day that are signing up for it. So uh, we're not going to worry about the limits right now. <laughs> we just want to get people in there because you got to remember, any any money that's left over after we're done goes, number one, into stocking muskies in the Madison Lakes. And, of course, the DNR is still doing the research on the leech lake, leech lake strain versus the Wisconsin strain. Uh, so some of the money goes towards that. And then if there is enough money after we get the fish in the lakes, then we'll uh, see if we can't arrange to have a scholarship for a senior from Monarchy High School again. Fantastic. Well, Duffy, thanks so much. We will catch up with you again in a couple of weeks. And you got to get out there and uh, take, take a little time away from the editing of those uh, seminars and get out and do some fishing. My butt's getting a little wide. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, Dan. Thanks. You bet. Thank you. Duffy Cup with the Madison Outdoors Report. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Well, joining me again from Wisconsin Rapids is my partner, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, my usual question for you, been fishing. I haven't been since the last time you and I uh, spoke, um, believe it or not. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, there are plans on the horizon to get out once again. But, um, no, I've actually had a chance to just kind of uh, lay low for a little while. I've talked to a few different folks that have been out, and, um, you know, <laughs> I fish differently than a lot of other people. And so when they say, yeah, they're kind of in the, 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 the January or mid-season doldrums, I... I tend to just chuckle and laugh. I mean, and the only reason I do that, Dan, is because, you know, we fish fishing tournaments throughout the entire winter. And, yep. uh, well, we catch fish at every one of those events, whether they happen in January, February, or March. So um, there's fish to be had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to find them. And if you find them and you downsize your your offerings and you use plastics instead of a big gob of bait, uh, et cetera, et cetera, you'll probably catch fish. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different uh, ways to do it. None of them are super secret tricks. Uh, you just got to put the time and effort. Got it. Okay. Well, um, I've been stomping around in the woods looking for bunnies, seeing a lot of deer, turkey, and some coyote sign. Some rabbit sign, but one or two rabbits um, can make a lot of tracks and leave a lot of pellets <laughs> in two nights, um, you know, if you don't have a fresh snow. Uh, I seem to do best when there's a fresh snow, then I can follow an actual rabbit and, and end up, uh, you know, kicking him out of the brush pile he's in. But, um, you know, when there's two or three days of uh, no new snow, there's a lot of tracks and a lot of room in between them. I need a beagle, or I need somebody with a beagle. And uh, I got to call into a friend who says he's got friends who have beagles, so I may get a chance to get out with them yet. Very uh, cool. Do do have some news. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show is on as of now, and it's scheduled for April 15th through the 18th at State Fair Park. That's a four-day show, and it's a month later than usual. We'll see if it really happens. Right now, that's what we've heard, and we should know more about that in a few weeks. And uh, we will hear about the uh, Open Season Sportsman's Expo in the Dells, uh, which is scheduled for the end of March. So. And later in the show, we'll announce the winner of last week's giveaway, the four-play turkey call. 
with four different tones in one call. That's, uh, we got a bunch of calls for that one. So, Well, coming up, I mentioned the Open Season Sportsman's Expo coming to the Kalahari Resort in the Dells, March 26th through 28th. We'll talk with show director Chris O'Hara all about that show. We'll also talk fly fishing for muskies with Dan and Jen Donovan of Musky Fool Fly Fishing Company. And we'll kick things off with a familiar voice, uh, Captain Dan Welch of Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters of Sheboygan. He's got a big giveaway package he wants to let our listeners know all about. So all that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. For the nonprofit Rough Grouse Society, the well-being of the rough grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Captain Dan Welch provides our Lake Michigan fishing report, usually from April through October, but Dan's got a lot going on this winter, so he's joining us now from Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters, Riverfront Store, and Condos of Sheboygan, and you can find them on the web at DumperDan.com and on Facebook at Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters. Well, Dan, thanks for joining us. You betcha. It's great to be on board with you again, Dan, even though it's the middle of winter, but there's plenty going on and plenty of preparation for the 2021 uh, charter fishing season going on right now. Yeah, and I know a lot of folks are looking forward to that. And uh, speaking of that season, you've got a big giveaway on your Facebook page. I just saw it. uh, You posted it a couple days ago. Yeah, we did actually, and uh, back by popular demand, Dan is our our giveaway, and uh, it's on our Facebook page. Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters went over really big last year, and uh, we have it going on this year. The drawing will be on our Facebook page Monday night, March fifteenth. So you got a little bit of time to get in on this, but what you need to do is go to our Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters Facebook page. Uh, you need to like our page. You need to like the post, and you need to share it to your page uh, so we can spread the word. So three things to do, like, like, share, and you're in. Um, and then I draw the 15th of March, uh, 6 p.m. on that Monday night. Now, the giveaway, Dan, is a half-day, five-hour fishing trip with us here at Dumper Dan Charters. And included with that is a night stay in our riverfront condos and also $120 worth of apparel in our riverfront store for six anglers. So a really, really nice package for somebody that wants to uh, get out on Lake Michigan and do some trout and salmon fishing with us this summer. That sounds great. And you had um, you had that last year, and it went over well, so you're doing it again. Yeah, it went over well, and everybody was excited about it. And, and even when you get on there and you, you like it, you like it, you share it, do them three things. Make sure you do them all to qualify. Yeah. You can even uh, put a comment out there, guys. Or there's over 100 comments already um, on there. And 
on our Facebook page. And if you got a picture of your fish that you fished with us last year and you want to post that, you can do that too. So it's a lot of fun, Dan, and, and everybody's excited about the, you know, the upcoming season. And uh, even if you don't win this prize, you certainly can email me, text me, or give me a call to make your reservations for the summer. And you're booking already, are you? We are, yeah. We're starting, uh, we book year-round. I mean, we really do. My office is open 12 months out of the year, but realistically, the, the calls and the emails start coming in about mid-January. We do have a push right around Christmas on gift certificates, which went over well this past Christmas, but right now is the time to really, you know, sit down with your family, your friends, your coworkers, and decide what you want to do, and, and if you're coming our way, definitely, you know, give me a call, and, and we'll get you in the books, and it was very busy last year. Um, everybody wanted to be outside and enjoying the great outdoors. So I'm guessing this year is going to be the same or even busier. So kind of stay ahead of the game and, and get your dates going and get them to me so we can get you lined up and get you what you want. All right. Now, if for people who've never fished the big lakes or never fished with you, uh, what do you get in uh, each of the months? Uh, say, let's let's say May, June, July, August. What What do those months look like? Well, from mid-April to all the way through May, is more a trout season. Now, we, we catch brown trout early in the year, close to shore, a lot of fun. You can catch brown trout up to 20 pounds. Um, but on average, they'll average 5 to 10-pound good grilling-sized brown trout, spring brown trout, um, the sea Farellon style, very nice fish. Uh, you catch lake trout with them also in May, out a little deeper in the deeper water. Um, and there are some salmon that are mixed in. If you catch a king in April and May, which you will, um, they fight like you wouldn't believe because that water is 42 to 46 degrees, and, and they fight hard, and, and we do catch kings in the spring too. But uh, but spring is more brown trout, lake trout, a few kings thrown in. Now June is our variety month, one of my favorites. Uh, steelhead, rainbow, lake trout, king, coals show up. As everybody knows, and you're catching them delicious coals in June, and that goes well into July. Uh, that bite for a variety of all five species of trout and salmon here on Lake Michigan. In August, we're back in the big kings in September. Uh, in early October, you're into the, into the spawning kings, even bigger yet, with some coals and brown trout mixed in. So you go from spring to variety to trout early to variety mid summer to big spawning salmon late in the year so it's it's a, honestly a six to seventh month you know solid fishery starting in april going to october dan yep it sure is and those fish of course are all stocked or most of them are and we had a couple of conversations last year about mm -hmm. dnr fish stocking which increased last year and i understand they're going to do it again this year Absolutely, Dan. It's a good point to bring up. And, uh, you know, with everything going on in today's world, we were a little nervous about them not getting them fishing the, into the lake in 2020, but they did. And the DNR came through and they planted just over 1.2 million, actually, 1.2 million extra trout and salmon in Lake Michigan in 2020 for a three-year term. So that'll go into 2022. And at that time, we'll go to the drawing board with them and, and decide what we're going to do for the future. But I mean, the next five years, this Lake Michigan trout and salmon fishing is going to be phenomenal. And the fish are there, they're planting them, and the DNR is getting the job done. So, I mean, how exciting is that? You know, I mean, it's just going to be a good time, good fishing, hopefully good weather for everybody, all yep. anglers. Yep, and uh, Lake Trout, you mentioned uh, there have been some changes in the bag limit, haven't there? There has. We actually uh, went to the board, the DNR in Madison, and uh, we made an emergency, uh, got it passed through the board, um, emergency lake trout rule to go back to five fish limit per angler per day and a 10 fish uh, possession limit on lake trout per angler. Um, now, that was an emergency rule. That's not permanent. And it went through, and that's what we could catch in 2020. Now, with what's going on again right now, they're a little behind in getting the permanent rule in. Uh, being that some offices in Madison are, are open just part-time. And what they did is they went back to here in January, February, March, the two-fish lake trout limit like we previously had in 2019 and prior to that. So that being said, it's on the agenda to go in front of the NRB National Resource Board here in March to get it a permanent 
lead trout, five fish limit per day, and 10 fish possession limit per angler, lake trout limit. That will happen, and that should happen before we put boats in the water and get going here in April. So that's good news as well, and that'll go from an emergency rule to a permanent rule. There's plenty of lake trout in the lake, and they're fun to catch and, and good to eat, and, and the limit will be five each, 10 each possession here coming up soon again so that's more exciting news as well that is good news now uh you are going to be at some shows this winter aren't you um not here in wisconsin but elsewhere right as you know dan i travel throughout the midwest and do shows you know in four or five six different states but uh this year you know some of them are postponed or, or just shut down for a year and uh Minnesota shows were, some Wisconsin shows were, but the Dakota shows are open, and they are going to happen. I am signed up to go to Fargo the first week of March and Sioux Falls the second week of March, so North and South Dakota shows I am doing. Uh, they are full till, and they're they're open to everybody uh, here in early March, so I'm excited to at least get them shows in, um, and then it'll be back to the shop for me, uh, getting the boats prepped and ready as we've been working on them throughout the winter here and, and get them in the water in April. So the season's going to come quick, Dan, and with them shows and a little bit of boat work and reservations, I mean, we'll be a, we'll be up and running in April pretty quick, and, and uh, my guys are they're chomping at the bit and excited to, to get going again. Okay, and everyone else is too. Uh, there are people ice fishing now, but people are already thinking about open water. Well, we got to let you go here. Uh, one more time, uh, where can they sign up for your giveaway? The giveaway is Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters Facebook page. You'll see it. Um, check it out. It's on there. I got about 10 pictures posted with the giveaway. Um, and then you got questions, you want to talk to me about any questions or opportunities to make a reservation or to make a reservation, the best way always is this phone right here, 920-377-1147 is my cell phone number. Um, otherwise, www.dumperdan.com or dan at dumperdan.com email uh, as well. So get a hold of me, um, get in on that giveaway. Uh, hopefully you'll win that, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, Dan, thanks so much, and uh, safe travels when you go to those shows, and we'll talk to you again before spring. You bet you, Dan. Thanks a bunch. You bet. Dumper Dan Welch with the report from Sheboygan, and as he mentioned, he's got a very nice giveaway, a half day of fishing and more. Uh, go to his Facebook page, Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters on Facebook. You can also find him at dumperdan.com and you can call 920-377-1147. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Well, the well-known Outdoor Expo, usually held at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison, has a new name for this year and a new location. It's now the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. It'll be held March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. And you can learn more at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. And joining us now to talk about the Expo's new name and location and many of its features is show director Chris O'Hara. Chris, thanks for joining us, and welcome back. Oh, yeah, thanks for thanks for reaching out. Um, we always enjoy talking with you guys and, uh, you know, telling everybody what's happening with the show. Yeah, so a new name this year, Open Season Sportsman's Expo. What's the story there? Uh, well, we had to change the name. Um, the company that owns this show and five other shows that we do is a company called Bonnier, Bonnier uh, Corporation, Bonnier Events, and that doesn't mean anything to anybody. And right. so, but we also used to own Outdoor Life and Field and Stream Expo, or Outdoor Life and Field and Stream magazines. Mm -hmm. So um, back in September, the company actually sold those magazines with several, along with several other magazines that we owned, um, and so. We had to actually change the name. We could we don't have the rights to use that name anymore. Um, 
but we changed. We went to Open Season Sportsman's Expo, which uh, we kind of like. We like the the blue logo and everything. We think it's pretty cool. And um, you know, for everybody out there, you know, this is the same show that was the Deer and Turkey Expo for forever. And then a few years ago, it got changed to the Outdoor Life Field and Stream because we were trying to work partnerships and advertising things with those magazines and, and work together. Um, but now since the company has sold them, we're Open Season Sportsman's Expo, and uh, we're excited to still be coming to Wisconsin. All right. And you're moving this year, I assume it's only this year, to Kalahari Resort. How did that come about? Um, probably about three months ago, we, we were told by, um, Dane County, um, through, through our contacts at the facility that, um, there was going to be no mass events in Dane County until April 1st. Uh-huh. Um, at that point we regrouped. I looked at, I don't know, a half a dozen different facilities around the state. I was able to narrow it down to three and then really narrow it down to two. Um, we had two great choices, um, and I went with this one because it's in the most closest proximity to Madison, meaning that I wanted to be where the core audience typically comes from. Yeah. Um, the other facility also already has an outdoor show that was just canceled for this year, and I didn't think it would be right to go in there and confuse people about them thinking maybe it was that show or, you know – I didn't want to confuse anybody that might attend that show. I'm trying to do a courtesy to that promoter to not do that. So um, this opportunity came up. Yeah, we're going to the um, Kalahari Convention Center at the, uh, in the Wisconsin Bells. Um, you know, it's, it's a great facility. It's got a great layout. Um, going to be a little bit smaller than what we do in Madison. Uh, there's not quite as much space, but this year, given everything that's going on with COVID, you know, the exhibitor numbers at all shows around the country that are happening are a little bit down for all promoters. So it'll work out for us okay. But we like the facility. Um, you know, one of the advantages there, people are going to love this. It's free parking. So that's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Um, now, they said they could change that on us at the last minute because it is spring break um, and they, they're going to be busy. Uh, but I don't think – if, if they did, it would be 2 or $3, if anything. But as of as of signing our contract and even my last conversations with them, they said there wouldn't be any parking charge. Um, so if anybody does show up and there's a, a, a small charge, that's because the facility changed it on us last minute. But as of right now, it's free parking, which is – you know, one of the complaints we always had about the location in Madison, I think they charged 10 bucks or something to park uh, a car. Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it keeps going yeah. up. Yep. But um, it's a nice facility. Um, you know, they're, they that in Wisconsin, a lot of these COVID regulations are happening county by county. Um, and it's under the county health department, or in some cases it could be a um, municipality if it's in a city. <clears throat> they're the ones who control those things. And um, luckily for us, the county that uh, Kalahari's in, uh, it was willing to work with us and work with the building. I mean, Kalahari has stayed open. Um, they've hosted other shows, wrestling tournaments, uh, different things like that. Now, there are some restrictions, and we do have a, a capacity restriction, but the number is uh, a pretty good number that we're willing to work with, and it's it's, you know, if if uh, if I get to that number and I've got a few people waiting in line to get in the, get in the building, that'll be uh, that'll be a good thing for for us and the exhibitors. So um, it's a pretty strong number. It's the best number we've had anywhere around the country, to be honest with you. Okay, and you've already had one show uh, in Kentucky, I understand. Yes, sir. We had a show in Kentucky in January. Um, it was it was great. I mean, again, we worked with the facility. We worked with the municipality and the county. Um, you know, we we're doing everything we can to make sure it's a safe environment. You know, uh, like Kentucky, uh, Madison, or I'm uh, not Madison, uh, Kalahari will be the same way. Uh, the Wisconsin event, you'll have to wear a mask, whether you're an exhibitor or an attendee. And I got to tell you that the, the the folks down there, our exhibitors that came, we held a meeting on Friday and talked about masks, you know, and, and the restrictions, and that the health department was already there and would be back again multiple times. And they, everybody to a T, wore their masks and, and, and was just happy and, and appreciative that we were doing a show because most shows around the country have been canceled. Um, most promoters haven't been able to work it out or pull it out, or they just didn't want to take, you know, they just wanted, they didn't want to try. Um, sure. And, you know, yeah. so we did that. Um, the attendees that came completely understood the situation. And, you know, I tell everybody, any of these interviews I'm doing, look, we want you to come. We want you to enjoy the show, but we want you to be safe. We want our exhibitors, my staff, building staff, and all attendees to be safe. And there are guidelines. When you buy your ticket, you're going to have to check a box that says you understand that you have to wear a mask while, when you come in the building and while you're in the building um, at all times. And if you don't want to do that, then, you know, I don't want to tell you not to come, but you're going to have to do that. Our exhibitors are doing it. Our staff's doing it. Building staff's doing it. You're going to have to do it. Sure. So, you know, 
if, if you're and if you're not feeling healthy and you're not feeling good, please don't come. <laughs> we don't want anybody to do that. Right, <laughs> but right. you know, again, if you're an outdoorsman and you jo- enjoy it and you enjoy our show and you like what we do and you want to come and check out these exhibitors and, and the seminars and the events and do you know get your deer scored or whatever it might be. Come on out, but just know that you're going to have to wear a mask. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the features. Oh, you know, I got to be honest. I'm still putting some things together right now um, because we, because of the change and, and all the other shows we've been trying to work out. But we're going to have, uh, you know, some good seminars on trapping, on deer hunting. I'm, I'm trying to work with some guys to get some, uh, you know, some different seminars on deer hunting than what we haven't had before. Um, I don't want to commit to anything right at the moment, but I've got a few things working. Um, I'm probably done. I've done a deal. I'm probably going to sign a contract with uh, Travis Turner T-Bone from Bone Collector. Um, That should happen. I talked to him yesterday. He sent me over his information. I just got to cut the contract and get it to him. Uh, Again, we'll have the deer scoring there. We're going to have something new that was scheduled for Wisconsin last year that we weren't able to do because it got canceled. We're doing this year is wild game cooking. I've got a chef coming who's been on the Food Network, who's from Louisiana. He's a he's got a great now a great show now that he does online on on cooking wild game and, and stuff like that. But it's it's hunting and cooking, so it's really cool. His name's Jean Paul Bourgeois. Uh, he's from Louisiana, good old Cajun boy, and he's gonna come and cook some stuff for us and show people how to how to do some different things. So I'm excited about. It. I think it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. Nice, nice. And uh, I understand Eddie Salter's planning to be there. Oh, yeah, Eddie will be there. Eddie was, again, supposed to do all our shows last year. Um, he did the one, and now he's been in Kentucky with us. Eddie's a legend in the turkey industry. I mean, yeah. you've seen him in HS for all those years, and, and now he does a lot of online stuff. He's a great friend. He does great seminars. He's the nicest guy on the planet, and, and he's a turkey hunting legend, and we're glad to have him. Uh, Myron Ferguson will be there doing his archery trick shooting, which has always been a huge hit with us at our Wisconsin show. So, yep. you know, we're glad to have him back, and, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. And, again, the dates, March 26th through the 28th. Uh, you got show hours? Uh, yeah, Friday, 2 to 7. Saturday, 9 to 7, and Sunday from 9 to 4. Okay, the same hours as usual, as, as mm-hmm. always, I think. Yep. yep. All righty. And people can get tickets in advance if they go to your website, correct? Yep, and we actually encourage that because, you get it, one, you get a discount, and two, for especially with the COVID and everything, it'll be a lot easier when you walk in the door. We're not handling money and things back and forth with uh, ticket takers. You'll be able to walk in, get scanned, and walk right in the door. Okay. So, um, yeah, but I always say go online because you get you, you know you get chance of buying tickets cheaper. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Save Chris, uh, I I look forward to this show. Um, always enjoy it, and uh, the Dells is a great location. I've been to Kalahari many times for other events. I know it's a good venue and. Uh, Right off the freeway, easy to find for people who aren't familiar with the Dells, and I can't imagine anyone in Wisconsin who is not familiar. So uh, yeah. I think you should have a good a good attendance this year. Yeah, I'm going to travel out there here probably in about two weeks because I haven't actually been on site to see it. I've got to go there and go to our Kansas City site also and check it out. Um, yeah, so I hope everybody comes out and enjoys it. Uh, we're doing everything we can to keep our shows going, and, and you know, Wisconsin's very important to us. Uh, the other thing I want to tell you is, you know, we encourage families to come out. Um, we want the families to, you know, look online to buy your tickets. There's some ticket packages just for families, two adults, two kids, and any kids under 12 get in free. So you got kids under 12 in free. You got parking is free. You know, I think we got it covered. I hope everybody uh, takes a look at it and is, is itching to get out after the winter and all the COVID stuff over the last year and wants to come and, and check out the show. All right. Well, Chris, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at the show, and we will be in touch. We'll be talking to some of your seminar speakers in the next couple of weeks, I think. Cool. Yep. And if you need anything else from me, let me know. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Chris O'Hara is the director of the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. You can find out more about this show and order your tickets in advance and get a discount at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. It'll be held again March 26th through the 28th at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. And this is the show we all still call here in Turkey Expo. It may have that, uh, that second title forever in a lot of people's minds. All the features of that show and a lot more. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. 
Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident and need help, call Hupie and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678 or visit hupe.com. And by the way, all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham are open for business if you need their help. Well, joining us now are Dan and Jen Donovan. They are founders and owners of Musky Fool Fly Fishing. They have a website, muskyfool.com, and that's musky with a Y. And they're on Facebook and Instagram as well, Musky Fool Fly Fishing Co. Dan and Jen, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, happy to be here. Well, it's always fun to talk muskies, and uh, this being the dead of winter, uh, although there's plenty of ice fishing and rabbit hunting and skiing and snowshoeing and all that kind of good stuff left, some of us are itching for open water, and we thought this would be a good time to talk to you guys. Uh, before we get into your company, um, how did you get into musky fishing? Dan, let's we'll start with you. Yeah, so born and raised in Wisconsin, the great state of musky, and um, you know, pretty much as far back as I can remember. I think a lot of fishing journeys start with you know uncles and dads, and that's kind of how I started taking me up to the North Woods. Um, back then it was all conventional tackle, but, um, you know, really quickly it was just musky, musky, musky all the time. And, um, you know, we did maybe a little bit here and there for other species, but that kind of grabbed hold of us all. And, um, it's probably, I think my, my earliest memory is about seven or eight years old, um, you know, on the boat with those two and, um, you know, just down, down the rabbit hole of musky, at least until I... (laughs) Uh, encountered the fly fishing world for sure yeah okay well so a long history of musky fishing and jen how about you um well dan and i go way back so once i met dan there was really no not fishing and we Mm. just started doing it together Mm -hmm. right in and we started musky fishing we picked up fly fishing along the way and it was just inevitable that we would turn our trout fishing to musky fishing so we've really been since yeah, so you uh, you fly fished for trout, like most people. That's kind of the entry drug, I guess, uh, for for most fly fishermen, if if not panfish. But then yeah. uh, then you graduated to muskies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was kind of. Um, I think I hear a lot of people talk about it this way. It's this it's this kind of collision course, at least here in the Upper Midwest. You know, we have some beautiful trout water. We have some world class bass fisheries, but. You know, it's the state fish for a reason, and once you realize that it's not only doable but really fun to go chase them on a fly rod, at least for us, that just grayed everything else out. So, yeah, I, I've kind of graduated in that same direction. Um, I, I, you know, I started musky fishing later in life. I was always bass and trout and walleye, and 
then I got into it with some guys who did a lot of musky fishing. And then somewhere along the line, I think it was George Langley of um, Eagle Sports in Eagle River. Do you know George? <clears throat> I don't know him personally, but of course I've heard heard the name. Sure. I've heard about uh, his rods and all that good stuff. <laughs> yep. Well, I think he's the one who introduced me to fly fishing for muskies. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. More than, uh, gosh, what, 30 30 some years and uh, that's pretty much all I do now um, when I when I have a chance to fish is musky fly fishing so uh, so we are um, kindred spirits <laughs> we are kindred spirits in that regard so now uh, tell me about musky fool how did that get started oh yeah this is a good story so we've been fly fishing for musky for a while and this summer we went on a trip to Hayward doing a ton of fishing and talking about how underserviced Muskie on the Fly is mm-hmm. and such a great community and just getting ourselves really excited about opportunities in that industry. And it just kind of dawned on us of we could start this. We could really bring this to the community. Um, we had some confidence in kind of our business backgrounds of how we would be able to develop a platform. Um, and I think on our entire drive home, we just brainstormed exactly what that would look like. That was back in June, and we launched in September. Wow, that's a pretty quick uh, startup. Yeah, it was quick. We had our minds stuck on it, and we just hit the go button. And, yep. and you, you do everything online, right? Yeah, so that was, that was I think, not only was it kind of the two big white spaces that we saw was musky and only musky, um, but given the, the fish and kind of how it grabs a hold of people, it, it really happens throughout the country. And the only way we saw to both leverage our technology backgrounds and service everybody across Muskie World was to be online only. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of really great local fly shops throughout the country. Um, and, and we didn't really want to get in into that world, especially because there are so many good ones. But we wanted to be able to service people, like I said, every, everywhere they're chasing muskies. And that's definitely held true from, you know, Canada, New York all the way out to Utah and, and even, you know, all the way down south, we've seen a, a really good base of customers. Yeah, okay. And I understand, uh, Dan, when you and I talked earlier uh, to set this up, you have been dealing or, or trading uh, some stuff, I don't know what, with my brother Mike, who ties some of the biggest, <laughs> ugliest, uh, most uh, outlandish musky flies I've ever seen. Oh, they're they're special. I... Uh, yeah, you, I think we got put in contact with you, and then we we had a phone call, and it was just it's always fun to chat with, uh, you know, the musky fools as we call them. And um, when I got those in the mail, those are special. You call them ugly, but they're they're works of art, man. He, yeah. He said he doesn't tie one single fly the same way, and I think that's probably true based on what I saw. But yeah, uh, it looks like they work all right for you too, hey? Well, they do. Uh, they have anyway. We both uh, have world records. I think they're still standing on on the hog frog, which is a design that he came up with, and that fly is in Rick Kustich's book. If you uh, if you're familiar with that, oh, of course we are. Yeah, and uh, yeah, when I say ugly, I mean they're they're just they're, they're. I can't cast those huge flies anymore. I throw I throw a lot of stuff that has. Um, a little dressing on it, you know, fish hair or other um, synthetics that'll shed water. Um, at the same time, uh, I raise um, some uh, heirloom chickens, and when we cull our roosters, I pluck the hackles and the tail hey. feathers. And so, if he sent you some with chicken feathers on them, those are probably from my birds. Sure um, did. That, that's really cool. I did not get that backstory. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I've got a great deal with my brother. I, I raise the roosters, and he ties the flies, and I, I send him feathers, and he sends me flies, and I sell them at some of the expos when, when I'm able to get to the expos, too. But, uh, uh, cool. Yeah, no, he was, it was really fun to chat with him. He's a, he sounds like a good dude. So. Well, and, and he's crazy into it, too, uh, probably more so oh, I than I, because he's retired <laughs> and he has more time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what do you offer at uh, Musky Fool? Yeah, so given that we, as we mentioned earlier, you know, it's kind of odd and we get a lot of weird looks that we really picked one fish to start a fishing business around. And, um, you know, we've seen that. you you got Raleigh and Helens that does that. You've mm-hmm. got some fly shops out west that do that with trout. Mm-hmm. But that's what we wanted to do with muskie and fly fishing. 
And the, really the only way we saw that being not only successful, but really worthwhile for people was to, to really be a one-stop shop. So you name it. You need it from us be on the fly. We want to have it or we already carry it from flies. Of course, we actually just launched um, this week um, a whole selection of fly tires from across the country. We have line from all the major brands. Um, we have all of the major fly rods, nets, bump boards, tools. You, you really name it, and we, uh, we're, we're able to sell it. And that's, I think, kind of the mode we're in right now is just growing our brand and making sure we have all of the products people need kind of as, as phase one of the whole approach. Uh-huh. And you've got a number of events coming up. In fact, one real soon, February 10th, you are doing a fly tying what do you call it, a seminar? or? A, uh... We're going to do, you know, it's everything's gotten a little different with COVID, so a lot of the in-person stuff is no longer, but we're going to do, um, we have six of them lined up. We're just kind of calling it the Muskie Fly Tying Series, mm-hmm. and um, they're all going to be a little different. The first one is going to be with me, just covering the basics. I think there's a lot of people with a lot of time over the winter yep. um, looking, to, looking to get into it, so we're just going to run the gambit on hooks and thread and materials and just, you know, some couple simple techniques with bucktail and feathers. Uh, and then what I'm really excited for is to get in with the, the next few sessions with all the, you know, quote-unquote experts. We got a, a pretty cool lineup of what I consider to be some of the best fly tires um, for musky around. And um, they've, they've kind of come on with us, and we're going to just do a little discussion, some question and answer, and just kind of spread the, spread the knowledge base. Yeah, you got my buddy uh, Brad Bowen on the 17th um, <clears throat> with his signature fly and his uh, signature pose. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The Buford that, in the mouth, yeah. That, that, that fly, man, that fly is now just, it's just taken everything. Everyone's got one in their box, and uh, we just started selling um, kind of the exclusive seller of Brad's Bucktail, so... He uh, obviously has made a name for himself as a world-class guide, but he is also a producer of some of the finest bucktails you can get your hands on. So yeah. we're, we've been working with him now for just just a couple of months, but uh, it's been it's been pretty great. Yeah, and uh, I have the Buford that I used when fishing with him uh, the day he put me and Mike on to, we boated 12. Oh, my. We, oh my we hooked 18, we boated 12. They weren't huge, but, God, it was like crappie fishing. We had a blast. Yeah. And I caught seven of them all on a chartreuse Buford, and uh, I said, you are not getting this fly back. <laughs> yeah. It's, no re- it's retired, and it's in my box, and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. So, Where belongs. Yeah. Well, uh, we we got to let you go here, but um, anything else you want to let people know? Yeah, I just we just want to make – it's kind of our little plug, I guess you will. You know, we, we started a fly shop, and we sell products. And that's how we make a living here. But really the end game for us was about muskie conservation. Um, so by shopping with us, by working with us, 5% of proceeds go back to what, you know, muskie conservation. And for us right now, that's three groups um, fighting kind of different fights. you got Muskies, Inc., who has really made the catch and release a huge amount of stocking and youth education possible. Uh, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers is really at the forefront of protecting public land. And then a, a group called Keep Fish Wet, which is really going deep into the science of catch and release to make us all a little bit better while we're on the water. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the, that's the final plug if you check those organizations out. And, um, yeah, that's all I have. Jen, did you have anything else you want to mention? Yeah, I guess I'd say the last thing is customer feedback. We're super open to hearing from our customers. They're pretty vocal, but any feedback that anybody has, we're open to evolving the shop to meet the needs of, you know, our shoppers. Wonderful. All right. Well, um, I enjoyed uh, our conversation. I look forward to meeting you two in person, and it would be really nice to get out on the water if COVID lets us do that this year at some point. Uh, We would love that. Let's make it happen. All right. Well, we will talk to you again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. Thanks so much, Dan. That was Dan and Jen Donovan. They are founders and owners of Musky Fool Fly Fishing. Their website is Musky Fool, Musky with a Y, muskyfool.com. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram, Musky Fool Fly Fishing Co. This is brought to you by Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal, Year after year, the firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. Call the firm Voted Best 
and rated best. Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham are open for business if you need their help. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we've made over the years. We can't even begin to imagine how many batteries we've put into our community's cars, boats, campers, ATVs, businesses, and homes over the past nine decades. We want to thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. As we continue to power through winter, we can't wait to see you soon to prep your boats, motorcycles, and all of your summer toys. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Don't forget to ask your sales representative about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Attention landowner, the Conservation Reserve Program, CRP, is now open. CRP is a great alternative for low-yielding acres to improve farm profitability, deliver high-quality wildlife habitat, cleaner water, and healthier soils. The CRP sign-up is going on right now through February 12th. Find a local Pheasants Forever biologist at pheasantsforever.org CRP or visit your local USDA service center. Farm the best, CRP the rest. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Outdoors Radio is brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr.wi.gov, and by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And they are open for business. You can check out their Facebook page and uh, the website for details and updates. Yeah, and in fact, you should really check it out because they have a cute commercial on their website that features the bell brothers they are the bell boys <laughs> it's it's kind of funny and they've still got crestliner rebates and pontoons and other boats in stock and more on order and they're suggesting you order now for spring delivery if you missed an episode of outdoor wisconsin you can watch any show from the past several years at milwaukeepbs.org and if you missed Deer Hunt Wisconsin uh, last fall and you want to learn something about deer or you just uh, it's been a month since you've been out and you've kind of lost your deer fix, well, you can get your deer fix online at the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. And, of course, that's also on milwaukeepbs.org. If you missed anything on the, the radio program you're hearing right now, you can log on to lake-link.com. Go to the outdoor radio page, and uh, right there they've got uh, this show and past shows up to about a year ago, so you can take us with you wherever you go. You can follow Dan during the week at Dan Small Outdoors on the social media networks, and you can follow me at Hardwater Jeff. And if you have a business and would like to reach thousands of outdoors enthusiasts with your message, why not advertise with the highest-rated outdoor show in Wisconsin? That's us, Outdoors Radio. To learn more, send me an email at dsoradio at gmail.com or call 414-297-7554. And you can always call or email us 
with show comments and suggestions for guests as well. Well, the Capital City Muskies, Inc., uh, Muskie University, I think we've been talking about that for the last few weeks, is online this year. You can check out their uh, Facebook page or look them up on uh, on their website. Three sessions uh, with three seminars each day in March and April, and I'm doing a fly fishing seminar April 3rd. Well, it's time to announce the winner of last week's giveaway, the four-play turkey call, a revolutionary new box call that is actually four calls in one. And the winner is Braden Krogstad. Braden will be in touch with you real soon, and you'll be getting your call well before turkey season. And folks, if you were not a winner but would like to order a call, visit 4, that's the number 4, fourplayturkeycall.com, or you can call them at 610-984-4099. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small with Jeff Kelm. Hey, forget the Super Bowl. I know it's cold, but get outside this weekend and join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. When the loon cries blubber In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home to you When my wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel When my lazy eye is just too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey I'll be 